Okay, Shalom Aleichem, everybody. Four o'clock on Wednesday. Now you're going to listen to Hot Air, the best program on the J-Root Radio. This is your host, Rabbi Yosef Chaim Schwab, on the four o'clock Wednesday question and answer Shidurchai about the parsha. You know, this is the 90th Shidurchai we're doing. That's about almost two years. That's right. And this is the 90th. And uh, let us see now. Everybody is ready to uh, know all, you know, all about the Egel and the Shekel, the Chatsi Shekel. You know all about the terrible history, that what that happened at the Egel. Well, this is program is called Gigantic Little Secrets of the Torah. Niflot HaTorah, the wonders of the Torah. Are you ready for some questions there in Radio Land on 97.5 FM in Brooklyn area and all over the world on jrootradio.com? That's jrootradio.com. The number here in the office to talk to me on this Shidur Chai, you speak to me, I speak to you. It's an interactive radio program. It is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. Everybody got that? Anybody out there from Brazil? I'll tell it to you in Portuguese. Ready? Shevachach Shalosh. Okay, everybody got that. The hotline, if you don't have a computer and not a radio, you can do a deal. Just call in. You can't talk to me, but you can hear on the hotline, 712-432-4217. You want to hear the back programs, the archives, call Exchange Telecom, 718-506-9099. And now we're going to give you some questions on... Parsha's key seesaw. And let's see how many smart people we have over there. How many pick them? Very clever people. Now, anybody listening, listen, so I won't have to repeat it 20 minutes from now. Are we ready for the questions? Are we ready? Number one, key seesaw has 91 pasukims before you get to shlishi. Some people have not, some setters have 85 pasukim altogether. This is 91 before Shlishi. Why is Kohen and Levi 45 Pesukim each? Why so long? Why is Kisitsa? There's no Pasha like this in the Torah that has 45 Pesukim for Kohen and 46 for Levi. Altogether 91 before you get to Shlishi. What's going on over here? Mm. And the whole Sedra has 139 Pesukim. Does that mean anything? Now, number two, Egel Hazoha, the golden... Egel. Why did they make it? It's not 40 years after Matan Torah. 40 days. How could they do this? Such a bad Avera. Who did it? B'nai Israel or some Gerim? Hmm. Who? What happened to the people that made it? Were they rewarded or punished? You know, this tomorrow night, Thursday night, will be the beginning of Friday. That is the yard site. Of my father's Eichet Tzadik Kodesh Lerochem, Avi Mori Verabi Hagon Hatzadik Rav Shimon Barachover Rav Yehuda 
זכר צדיק וקודש עולנו, זכוסו יוגן עולנו, אדביאס הגואל במהרו בימינו, אמן. We're going to say one short 30-60 second vart on the Mayum Beis HaShavu because his yard site is this Friday, Thursday night. You can look it up, the third piece in Kisiso on Machesis HaShekel. Then I'm going to tell you, ask you another question. It says in the uh, parasha here in the beginning, Venusenu, they have to give a shekel, chati shekel. Venusenu is one of those words in the Torah that's called in English a palindrome. Ochar uponim v'ochar. You can read it back and forth the same way. Venusenu. Backwards is written Venusenu. We have a few words like that. Yeah, sure. Abba, that's a palindrome. Yeah. Sus, a horse. Gaga roof, um, lail evening. We have it words in English too. Mom, pop, noon, sis for sister. So what's the, the why do the Torah tell you the nothing new? You can read it back way, two ways. Yeah, sus is also back and forth. What's the difference? What do you learn out of a nothing new that is point of ochre? You can read it both ways. What do you learn out of that? What musr? What is a book? A Torah is a, a book that tells you these funny little things. It must be a reason, right? Mm. Um. Now, why was it the eagle made out of zohar? And why did they make an eagle? Why not a, a snake or a little sheep? Mm. Why is zohar? What about the that talks about this Be'ach HaZohar? Was that as big as the Be'ach HaNechoshes? Was that outside also, like the Mizbeach HaNechoshes? Did you ever put any animals on the Mizbeach HaZohar? What was it made out of? Zohar? What was underneath the Zohar? The Mizbeach HaNechoshes, that was copper. What was underneath the copper? Where was the Mizbeach HaNechoshes and where was the Mizbeach HaZohar? How big was the Mizbeach HaZohar? What did you put on the Mizbeach HaZohar? Why do you talk about it in this week's sedrum? Should have been last two weeks ago in Truma when they were discussing the Kalim. What about the Machatis HaShekel? What about the word Machatis, half of the Shekel? You know how you write Machatis? Mem, Ches, Sadi, the Yud. So, what is if you take the first and last letters? What do you get? What about the next letters inside? What do you get? And the middle letter is Sadi. For tzedakah, you have. Do you learn anything from that? Hmm? Now, um, they they said in the sedra about making a water stand, a kiyar, a fountain with spigots on it. You can open the spigot up, and then it opens automatically. You put your right hand, your right foot on the one spigot, the left hand, left foot on the other spigot. All four of your digits, you you have to be cleaned at the same second. Wow, there's five Kohanim, Aaron and four, so you need ten spigots. Why do you have to clean your right hand and your right foot at the same time? What about the Ketores? There are eleven Ketores. Yeah, you know if you arrange those eleven Ketores, it has to be in a certain order you have to make the Ketores. If you rearrange them in every possible order, the eleven, Every possible order, you know, let's say you put the first one, last, and the middle one, and you take the 11 and arrange them, you know, it's possible to get 40 million mm, permutations. If you have five people, chumashim, one, two, three, four, five, you know you can put them in 120 different ways. You know the number one, two, three, four, five, you can arrange them in 120 different ways. You know, Yudke Vavke, you can arrange that in 24 different ways. 
You know, a minion of 10 people, if you rearrange them, let's say they're standing in line. You know, 3.6 million different ways. You know, when you blow the shofar, you have to think of many names of different malachim. You know that any number, one, two, three, four, could be arranged in 24 different ways. One, two, three, four, you put the one second, then you put the, 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 the one third, then you put the one fourth, and you do that with all the levers. You know that all Agadolim knew about these things? In math, it's called permutations. Anything with four letters or four numbers can be rearranged in 24 different ways. You have the five Chumashim, right? You can arrange them in 120 ways. You know that? And the Ketores were 11, 40 million ways you could do that. And a minion of 10 people, 3.6 million. On every calculator that you pay $20 for, you can figure it out in a second. Now we get to Betzal ben Uri ben Chor. Ben Uri ben Chor ben Uri ben Chor ben Kolev. Do you know that he got married at eight years old? And Uri, his father, got married at eight. And Uri ben Chor got married at eight. And his father, Kolev, got married at eight. Do you know that? He built the base of Mikdash. How old was he? The Mishkan. How old was he? How old was Betzalel when he made the Mishkan? He was a year older than Shlomo when he became a Melech. Mm. Then it talks about Shabbos. You cannot build the Mishkan on Shabbos. You can do the Avodah in the Mishkan on Shabbos, bring Kabonos, shecht animals on Shabbos, light the menorah Shabbos afternoon, and, and you're... But you can't build the Mishkan on Shabbos. It says, Mechalaleho most Yumos. Those who destroy Shabbos, um, those who de- desecrate Shabbos have to be, they're going to be punished. And there's 39 ways because the middle letters of Mechalaleho is Lamed Yud. Because you could have written it, Mem, Ches, Lamed, Hey. Mechaleho. What do you need? Mechaleleho, Lamed Yud. 40. That means 39 ways. You can Mechalal Shabbos. Mm. Another question. Why did Chur get killed? He was Miriam's son. Who was Miriam's husband? Miriam's husband was a man who had two wives. Miriam was one of them. The other was the surrogate mother of Moshe. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? Kolev uh, had two wives. One was Moshe, the lady that saved Moshe, and the second one was Miriam. And you know they had a son, Chur, he got killed. How come? Then Moshe came down and he saw what happened with the lucha, with the um, eagle. He smashed the luchos. He threw them on the ground and then he smashed them. I mean, he threw them, then he smashed them. No, he threw them so hard, he smashed them. Why didn't he get thrown up in the air and Hashem will take them back? Hmm? Why do you have to smash them? Throw them on the ground, bury them. Why do you have to smash them? Then he said, Mila Shemilai, and the whole Shevet Levi came. And they said, everyone in, this, in the cloudy soil who did about the Zohar, kill them. Even your own brother, your sister, your mother, your father, the whole Shevet Levi. If anyone in Shevet Levi did anything, kill them. So why didn't they kill Aaron? Ay, 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 Hmm? Says your brother, your father, your mother. So how many people were killed by Moshe Rabbeinu on that day? How many? How did he kill them? Choking them or burning them? Or how did he kill them? Um, then it says, 
whenever there's Soros and Claudius or like the Holocaust or the Khmelnytsky massacres in 1648 or the Crusades in 1090 or, or, or the Inquisition of 1492, it's always 124th of the punishment they would have got at the Eagle because Hashem didn't kill them. It's the 124th. Why do you pick the one number, 124th? Why not 126? Hashem's name, you'd give up because it's 26. 113, 113 meters, one-fifth. They broke the Torah, made with five commotion. Why not 186, Elohim? Why 124th? Anybody knows that? You're a genius. If you know that, you deserve five CDs. That's right. And then it says, Edyom, when they felt so bad after Moshe, smashed the Lucas, they took off their Edyom from their head. What is an Edyom? Does that mean a hat? What means an Edyom? Everybody removed your Edyom. What is that? Ah. And last thing, you know, they said when they made the eagle, they made 13 eagles, one for every shavit, and one was the main one. How do you know they made 13? Because it says, Eile Elokecha Yisrael Asher. The first letters is 13. One, 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 and ten. Ah. Okay, Raboisai. Aye, how did Moshe find out who did the eagle and who did not? Everyone said, no, I didn't do it. They didn't want to get killed. What was the test that Moshe used? Did he make them put their hand in fire and it shouldn't be burnt? Did he make them um, hold their nose for five minutes and those who didn't die were tzaddikim? What did he make them do? Uh, fast for three days? What did he make them do to test them? Now, boys, we are now opening the phones. Anybody out there who can answer these questions deserves Tremendous surprise. Are we ready, Iran? Open up the lines. Raquel, you're on the air. Hi. Hello, um, Raquel. So I have three questions to answer. One, um, because, um, um, Hagel, um, what was the, the question that you just asked? I don't know. I said 19 questions. Which one? The one that you just asked. I forgot it. The last one about what? About the uh, what did he make them? Uh, how did he test them? If they did the eagle, how do you yes. know? Yes, yeah, how he do, made what like do? certain type of um, drink. He made them drink something. Drink what was in the drink? A Coca Cola. What? What was in it? A Coke, water, lemon juice. What was in it? I think it was dust. Sand, what kind of dust from the ground? Water, from the what? What kind of dust from the desert? I'm not sure. I think so. All right. What What else you want to say? And also that um 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 the machati machati is um the um tzaddik is a machati and the tzaddik um and tzaddik is chai and um the people that um don't give tzedakah tzaddik tzedakah whatever then chai and. Um, tzedakah, the people that don't give tzedakah, met. Oh, because the middle letter of tzadi, and the letter right on the side, right and left of tzadi is chai, and the one on the way, the way out in the right and left is mace. You are so smart. Who told you that? Your father? No, last year my teacher told me. Woo! That's the Vilna Gon's word. Machatzitz. If you give tzedakah tzadi, right next to you, you get chayim, and mace is far away. You get a CD for that. And what's the third thing? And also, um, Char got killed because he married a guy. He did not marry a guy. No, that was not why. Oh, really? 
But you get to see the anyhow because you're a cute little young girl. You're my first caller. And Iran, and don't hang up. You, Iran will take your name and you get a CD. All right, who's number two? Go ahead, who's, who's, who's number two? Yoel. Go ahead, Yoel. Yair, go ahead, Yair. Yair, go ahead, Yair. Hello? Go ahead, Yair, you're on. You hear me? Yeah, I hear you perfectly. Okay, this is Mayor for Mayor, the mommy, the mommy of Mayor. Oh, the mommy of Mayor, the mommy of Mayor. Okay, what's wrong with okay. Mayor? Oh, well, sometimes it's hard to hear a seven-year-old children. Oh, you're right, go ahead, go ahead. Mommy of Mayor, uh, go ahead. So, um, Mayor Simcha wanted to say that um, Bitsala was how old? Thirteen, and and question. Listen, uh, Tyler was eight years old when he got married. No, the, when he built the Mishnah. Uh, he was, was he? Thirteen. Thirteen is correct, and he was one year older than Shlomo when Shlomo became a king. How was Shlomo? Twelve years old when he became a miller. But he built it five years later when he was sixteen. But you're right. But Salel was thirteen years older. Uh, he had it, got married at eight. Five years later, he was thirteen. Correct. Very good, also, Mayor. What else, Mommy of Mayor? What else you want to say? Mayor wants to tell you about uh, how Moshe tested, or somebody tested the the, the people that did a Rodozala. Okay, go ahead, Mayor. The thing to he mixed it with the with the powder, the powder, the crushed powder of the Egel Azaz. What did he do, Egel? What did he do? He mixed it with the. Again. Uh, well, Maisha, Ma, Maisha, ha, Maisha tested him with sight, the, the word that the, the, the soda takes. And, and I he, can't understand him. It's not, not clear. Hi, he's, saying, he's saying that he mixed it with soda water and he, he put the egg and he crushed it up and he, and he made them drink it. You crush up a little piece of gold. You can't. You can't crush it. What do you mean? You made a powder out of it. He made a powder out of it, man. Yes. And then he mixed it with what? Water. And they had to make him drink it. Everybody drank it, right? Right. What happened if you were guilty? If you did the eagle? Then, then you died. Uh, no, you didn't. No, no, they didn't die. Moshe had to kill him. What sign did the body show? That when after you drank the powder gold with the water, what happened to the body? Um, if you if there were no witnesses, yeah. Uh, nothing to do with that. We're talking about drinking the gold. Okay, okay. Listen, Mayor, you're a very smart boy. This is maybe too hard for you, but uh, Mommy, you can get a hang on. You'll give you a CD. Let's go to the next caller. So much. Penina. Penina, you're on the air. Penina, you're on. Go ahead. the answer for. Then I said no. When? Because if if you would give the duck, you would get it back. Oh, the nothing new. When you give it, you get back, right? Yeah. That's called in English a palindrome. In Hebrew, ponim v'achar, forwards and backwards. When you give it to the duck, you get back, right? Hundred percent right, Panini. You want a, a CD? Yeah. Oh, don't hang up. The engineer will give you one. Number four. Who's on the line? Let's go. Who's number four? Mm -hmm. Number four. Okay, our boy side. While we're listening, the parents maybe are listening. 
Do you know the first words of the Pasha, Kisisa as Rosh B'nai? Kisisa as Rosh B'nai? Kisisa as Rosh B'nai? Sof Aleph Reish Beis? 400 and 603. Do you know that's exactly how many Jews there were? 603,000. Kisisa as Rosh B'nai is 603. Now, if you take all the Shvatim, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Hudi, Sokol, Zulun, Don, Naftali, God, Moshe, Yosef, and Yom, take the first letter, leave out Lamed for Levi, because they didn't do the Egon. If you take all their letters, it comes out to 597. Ah, 603 and 597 is 6. Right. Mm, 3,000 got executed that day if there was a Adem and Hasro'om, and there was no Adim, then 3,000, but you did it, and you died within 30 days from Hidarkon, a certain disease. 6,000 Jews, 597 and 6 is 603,000. Because all the Shvatim, moving Shimalevi, the first letters equals 597, excluding uh, Levi, because they didn't get involved. They were not involved in the Chet. And uh, 597, 597,000 Jews they were, because 3,000 they killed, by better than 3,000 more, if they, um, if they, there was no, Adam, no Adam, so they died in Minashemayim. There was another 3,000 who died, they were the Goyim, the Erev Rab, Moshe killed them with a sword. 9,000 people died, you know that? All right, if there's, uh, and no more callers, then we continue telling some stuff. Oh, what's the name? Carol, go ahead, Carol, you're on the air. Hello? Hello, Carol, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you so much Okay, the, um, the, you said that the, the, they weren't hats, they took off the hats, it wasn't a hat, it was a right. crown. What kind of crown? It was made out uh, it was a gold crown. And it says that every Jew got two crowns, how do you wear two crowns on your head? Got two crowns? Yes, yeah, says two crowns. One for Nasa, one for Nishma. How do you wear two crowns? You answer that, you're a smart lady. It says every year it had two crowns. One because of Nasa, one because of Nishma. How do you wear two crowns? It was a, I think it was a split in the middle, like it was, you know. No, let me tell you, Carol. The crowns were on their earlobes. Earrings, right, gold so earrings. That's an, it was, that's it was a, connected, but it was a split. No, like listen to what I'm telling you, what Chazal say, not what you and me tell you. Uh, they wore earrings. Every time, the ear was the organ that heard Hashem's voice, and they answered, not the Nishma. So Hashem put a crown on their ear lobe, a golden earring. That's a crown for the ear. It's an ornament. That's the two crowns. And when they did the eagle, Hashem came back and took away the, the two crowns. No more they zocha for the Torah, because Moshe had to smash it, because they made the Egom. But before, the two crowns doesn't mean on the head. It means the ears were the organ that heard Hashem's voice with both ears. Therefore, your ears deserve a crown, because you're the only people in the world who heard Hashem's voice. And in the world, no, no nation ever said they heard God's voice. Maybe one person, somebody, but not six, hundred, six, uh, three, five, six million people. So that's what it means, two crowns. On the earlobes, it says, Chazal, took off Nuz Mayhem, their ears, uh, the earrings from the ears, because that's, they, they, they crowned the organ that heard Hashem's voice. Carol, but it's a good attempt. Any other question, answers you want to give? 
Uh, yes, the question, what was the question with the, um, with the, you said what was it made out of, what was it made out of gold? It was made out of gold. Uh, yeah, because why gold? It was made out of gold because gold represents uh, the, 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 the kapara. Yeah, right. So gold is the most precious metal, and therefore, as a kapara, they had to make a golden mishkan. The, bo- right. the beams were wood, covered with gold. That's what the you, that's was what you wood, asked. Why was, it, why was it made out of, right? Yeah, because gold is the most precious metal in the world. I know right. about platinum, but I mean, gold is the most jewelry in the world is made out of gold, maybe silver, but right. silver. So you asked the question, why was it made out of gold? So I'm answering the question, it was made out of gold because it was mechapar on the thing, it was the most precious the stone, whatever you want to call it, like silver is the silver. But the, copper, the, the, the eagle is, how can the eagle be mechapar? The eagle was the Avera. The Mishkan was made out of gold, the mechapar right. for the golden eagle. Right. I didn't say them. I think I asked you what question did you say was made out of well, gold? I said, right? What material was the eagle made out of? Silver, copper, <laughs> you know. But you understand, I, it means that the, the Mishkan, which was a kapara for the golden eagle, and that's why the Mishkan had to be uh, wood covered with gold, and a mizbeach covered with gold, and the aram made out of wood covered with gold, and right. the it had, was wood. everything was made out of other things. It has, it's, it, it, it's written up. It shows. It shows the strings, the way the Mishkan was brought in. The 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 the, the, the how do you say it? Rolls the way it was made out of the museum. Yeah, it was all uh, covered. It was all wood made out of gold, basically. Right. Because right. all right, very good, Carol. You're very smart. Thanks for calling. Have an adult, thank goodness. All right, next caller, please. One second. So what? I don't yeah. deserve anything. Yeah, you get okay. You get a CD. Ila, Iran, give her a CD. No, okay. come on. I mean, I didn't answer my question seriously. What's the question? I didn't answer any questions. You didn't yeah, you did. answer you got, me. You did. You did. You did. So. Okay. Good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, Rabbi Sai, listen, we're, we went had a technical uh, crash there for a minute. The lines are resetting, so people can call in right now on these 19 questions. And while you're uh, calling in, shall I repeat the question? Um, why does it have, why does Kishiso have 91 Pesukim before you get to Shlishi? And um, why did they make the Eagle Hazoha 40 days after Matan Torah, not 40 years later? Why did the, uh, how many were killed by Moshe Rabbeinu uh, because of the Egel? Who made the Egel? Which shave it made the Egel? Was it women who did it, or men, or children, or who was there? Who made the Egel? And, um, 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 and what was the Mizbeah Hazahov, which is described in this week's Pasha? What is it made of? What do you do on it? Where is it? What do you do with it? What is it used for? And why do you have to give a chazi shekel? Why not a whole shekel? And the kir and the kando, the water fountain, that has uh, ten spigots on there. There are only five kohanim, though. Why do you have ten spigots? Um, the ketores, how many spices are in the ketores? Fifty, a hundred, three, eight, five, six, twenty, forty. How many? Um, uh, but Solomon Uri was eight years old when he got married. And his father, Uri, was eight. And his father, Chur, was eight. And his father, Kole, was eight. They all got married at eight, and they had children at nine. And, and how old was Bethsalel when he made the Mishkan? Young boy. Um, then it talks about Shabbos. You cannot build a Mishkan on Shabbos, because you must. if you desecrate the Shabbos, you die. That means that Shabbos, either Bethsalel kills you, or you die automatically by Mishkan. Um, but because the Shabbos has 39 melachas, a weekday you can do 39 melachas, and on Shabbos you can't do any of the 39 melachas. 
So therefore, you can't build a Mishkan on Shabbos. Avodas HaMishkan is mutter, bringing carbonos, lighting the menorah. But building it, no. Um, another question. Um, um, Chur got killed. Who was his father? Who was his mother? Why did he get killed? Um, Moshe says, Mila Hashem Eli. Who belongs, really believes Hashem, come to me. Who came to him? How many people? And uh, he said, anybody, in, even in the Shevet Levi, if they do a Vodazor, kill them. Everybody in the Shevet Levi, even Shevet Levi. So why didn't they kill? Aaron? Then it says, um, um, take, after they got, did the Egel, Moshe smashed the Luchos on the ground. Why didn't he throw it up in the air and fly back to Hashem? Or why didn't he bury it? Or why didn't he take a hatchet and break it? Why do you have to throw it on the ground? Why? Why do you have to break it? They didn't break the Luchos. They just did a bigger veil. Nothing wrong with the Luchos. Why do you have to spray and smash it? Mm, how do you know there were 13 eagles? Agalim, how do you know there were 13? Ah, okay, any callers? Okay, Mrs. Elfman? Mazal, you're on the air. Um, I want to answer how, how old Ritala was when he wrote the Bethlehem Yeah, who's on the air? Who's online? Who's online? Who's online? Hello? Yeah, no, who's online? Hello? Who's the caller? What's the name of the caller? Hello? 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 I don't know if you can hear me. I can't hear anything. David is on the air. Boy, oh boy. Go ahead, David. You're on the air. David, Hello? go ahead. Go ahead, David. Hi. hi. Of, uh, How are you doing? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, a few questions I want to answer. The 90 psukim, the beginning, the coin and the levy are is because they were talking with the Chetaigel, and the levy and the coin were never participated in the Chetaigel. Only Israel were paying. So that's why we skip all this to the Aliyah Sheshit. It should be Israel, should not be feel guilty about it. 100% right. Emet, you're 100% correct. The, the second thing, his father was 12 years old when he made the Mishkan. What? His father was uh, uh, Uri ben Chur. I mean, the father of Chur was Uri. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and Uri his grandfather was Kalev ben Yifuni. He was a descendant from Miriam. Yeah, very good. But Salel was eight. Uri was eight. Chur was eight. Kalev, who was from Yehuda, was eight years old. They all, Gemara says they all got married at eight years old. So, but Salel, when he built the Mishkan, was... 13 12. years old, and he was Bethel Kale. He, was, he heard everything Hashem spoke to Moshe. He was in the shadow of Hashem. He knew exactly Bethel what... Bethel Kale, yeah. Yeah, Bethel Kale. And how old was Shlomo when he got, became a Melech? He was 12 years old. Right. And when he built the Mishkan, and Aleph, he was uh, 16. When it was finished, he was 21 years old. And this man, at 13, built the Mishkan. He was like the genius who knew everything about him. Yeah, thirteen, yeah. and he was okay. a sale. Yeah, you know why? What you know? What night? Why you have ninety-one pesukim? You told me why. Because uh, yeah, so also the all the besamim, uh, you told it. It was eleven story. Eleven. Can I get right. this? Uh, uh, eleven story. Right. Eleven. So that's why eleven story. 
Right. You know what 91 means, why it was 91 pesukim until the egg? I'll tell you why. When you add up Yud Kevavke with 26, which is Midas Rachamim, and Akdo, which is 65, yeah, Yeah, and so what? So what does it have to do with this? I'll tell you why. Amen, but you know what it means, 91? They said, Eila Lekecho Yisrael, this idol, this Eagle Hazav, this is your God who took it. I thought, Shet, Tzichem Eretzusayim. Means the Kofer in Yud Kevav Kerachimim. And the Kofer in Midas Hadin Ado. The totally Kofer of Kola Torah And all the Yud Kevav which is Rachimim, and all the Din. All Mitzvah say, Mitzvah Losa say. Kfira. All right, very good. David, you get a CD. You hang on, okay? Thank you. All right, next caller, please. Chaim. Chaim, you're on the air, Chaim. Yes, yeah, Chaim. Um, I want to answer who... I want to answer who made the, the, the Eagle. Who made the Eagle? Yeah. Who did that? Micha. Who? Micha. Micha? Yeah. How did he make the Eagle, Micha? He threw in the, the, the piece. But who, he made it speak, but who made the real, who got the, the gold together and worship? he made it speak, but who made the real Aegel? Maybe before it spoke. Oh? Aaron. Aaron did not make it. Well, yeah, well, he um, carved it out and it, ju- and it made, became ready-made. You're very good. Rabbi Say, you know what Chaim is saying? There was an Aegel started by the heir of Rab. Then they gave the gold to Aaron. They took a whole bunch of gold. Aaron started to chisel it away, and all of a sudden it come out of Egel. Then it was dead still. Micha took a little piece of metal that had Hashem's name on it, or another word, Ali Shor, get up Shor. And Yaakov, when he talked about Yosef, he called him Ali Shor, but Moshe wrote it, Ali Shor, with a hey, Yud hey is... I, uh, part of Hashem's name, and the shore started to live. It was, it, you know what it said? You know, a Goyesha cow says, moo. You know what this Jewish eagle said? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, he started to talk. He said, Anochi Hashem Elokecho. You know that? And it started to eat grass. Shor Ochel Asaph. A living little Sure, that's called an eagle. How did Hashem give a koyach to the Zorah to say a nochi Hashem the and to be alive a piece of gold? Why did Hashem do that? You know why? When you want to do an Avera, Hashem lets you do it. But the Ochaimisa, because they heard it at Sinai 40 days ago, Losasa Lechol Pesel. Don't make any images about anything. Anything. No images. No. No idol, nothing. The Chaim Misa. 100% Chaim, you're right, you get a CD. Right, caller, please. Next caller. Uh, we have Yehuda. Yehuda, you're on. Yehuda, you're on. Thanks for calling. Hello? Go ahead, Yehuda, you're on the air live. On, I, I uh, want to tell you, I want to tell you why, why he didn't go back up in Shania. He kept it. And what? He, he did what? Down. What? I want to tell you why he threw it on the ground, not back up in China. Oh, very good, yeah. Is because he he spent forty days and forty nights writing the Luchos of Hashem. So after forty days and forty nights, he saw that Kaliyshel made an eagle. He saw they weren't deserving for the Luchos, so he took the Luchos. Why did he smash it on the ground? Why did he? Why did just he drop it? Why should he smash it? 
had a shock. He saw that, uh, what's it called, uh, Walt Kaiser making an eagle. He saw that they weren't even deserving of it. So but then so he smashed it, right? Yes, he had a shock. He also threw it and, and smashed it, showed Kaiser that you're not deserving of it. Right, 100% right. He could have just dropped it, but he wanted to smash it because he, uh, he wanted to show them, look what you have done. You smashed all ten of them. I know one of the Aserah Sidibur says, the but he says, you, when you break that one, you don't believe in Hashem, then the whole, every, all the other nine are worthless. He smashed the whole thing on the ground. 100% right, Yehuda. Very good. How old are you, Yehuda? Huh? Nine. No, very good. You're a very smart guy. Thank also, you so much for I calling. You, huh? huh? What? I was going to tell you why they got the gold from all the ladies. They went into all the tents and they took away all the bracelets, all the necklaces from the ladies to make the Oh, very good. There was no necklaces. There was earrings. It, was, it says, it was, it was mayhem. Uh, it was, yeah. On your ears were these go- little gold earrings, and the so women did not give not. any gold for the agum. Therefore, they every Rosh Chodesh... They have a higher yontif than we do. They can't do melacha on a per, certain part of Rosh Hashanah. We can, because women are in a higher madrega. They didn't. They knew that Moshe is going to come back, and the men are in the lower madrega because no women contributed to the ego, and they're a higher madrega. All right, thank you so much, Yehuda. Uh, we have David. David, you're on the line. Hello, David. Thank you for calling. Hi. Could you ask me a question? Yeah, who made the ego? Um, Aaron. Aaron did it. Did anybody else get involved in that? Yeah. Who? Um, wait. Um. Who took the earrings off of the women and threw it into a big uh, oven to make it, you know, metal? The Aaron started to gra- engrave it, you know, to carve it out. But they had to make it first. He had to get a big chunk of gold. Who did that? Who? The, the, the Israelim. Yeah, Israelim did it, but there was a main group of people who caused the Jews to do it. Who were they? The very group of bad people. Their initials is Ayin Resh. You know what that stands for? Erev Rav, a mixture of Gerim, who were Goyim first, they became Jews, and uh, they couldn't wait for Moshe any longer, so they made an Egel because they'd said, look, um, Hashem needs to give Moshe, Lucho, something, a piece of stone. We need something, too, an object like a golden Egel. Like Moshe, they heard Hashem's voice, so why do you have to have a, a stone, a Lucho? They heard it's enough. Why do you have to write it down? So they saw that Hashem is giving Moshe a, a physical thing, they said, well, Moshe's not here with those luchos. We have to make another physical thing. They'd have made an agum. Except one problem. It says in the Terrace of Dibros, they heard 49 days before, 40 days before, those sasalachal pepsal, you're not allowed to make an image of anything. Woo, David, you're a smart boy. You want a CD? Yeah. Uh, stay on. The engineer will give you a CD. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Who's next? Mazal, you're back on the air. Go ahead, Mazal. Go ahead, Mazal. Um, I want to answer the question, what did, what, um, what, what did they do on the small Mizbah? Yeah, go ahead. Um, they burnt the Ketoret. They did what? 
They burnt the Kirtata. They did. I can't hear that. They burnt the Kirtata. They burnt the what? Kirtata. Kirtata. Kaporas? No, they never did that. Kirtaras. Kirtaras. Oh, Kirtaras. Who burnt the Kirtaras? Uh, yeah, every day or just once a year? Um, every day. Every day, correct, twice a day. That's what they did on the Mizbeach Hazahab, right? Yeah. Right, 100% right, Mazal. You're a very smart girl. How old are you? 10 years old? Yeah. Oh, you're very so smart. 11. Huh, 11? Yeah. Oh, the, how big was the Mizbeach Hazahab? Was that very big or very, very little? Um, little. How little was it? Um. If you get that, I'll give, did you get a CD already? Yeah. No. Yeah, no. If you get that, I'll give you a CD. How big was the my, the Mizbeh Hazahab? 10 feet by 10 feet, 20 feet, 1 foot, 1 um, inch? Four and a half, I'm not. No, not 4 and a half, I'm No way. Not two and a half. Not two and a half? No way. Less than two. Less than one and a half. One and a half? No, not less than that. Um, one? One by one. And how high was it? How tall? Um, Let me tell you, Marcel. It was one armor by one armor and two armors tall. And armor is like two feet. It was two feet wide and two feet long, and then it was four feet high and made out of wood covered with gold and had four corners. Every day they, or, uh, the, uh, the Kohen God went around and put a little katoris on a little piece of coal, hot coal, on one corner and on the other corner, only two corners. And he did that in the morning and the evening, every single day. That's what they used the Mizbech as a for. That was inside the Mishkan. The Mizbech and the Choshes was a big... Thing. That was outside the Mishkan. That on that they put the animals, but the Mizbech Hazahab was never, never, never used for anything but Ketoret and on Yom Kippur a few drops of blood. Uh, Mazal, you want a CD? You get one, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Who's next? Sarah, you're on the air. Go ahead, Sarah. Hi, ahead, I want Sarah. to answer why Anna Cohen wasn't killed. Oh, very good. Well, he was an Ones. Right. He didn't really mean it, and the reason he helped to do it was because he wanted to stall the Bnei Israel. Right. He knew that Meshavena was going to come down. They had the wrong calculations. And right. He, How many hours off were they? Just a few, but I don't know the exact number. Yeah, a few hours. And you know what Aaron thought also? He said, if I he stop said that it this like is my what's nephew... Gonna, I'm sorry? Uh, Aaron said, if I prevent them like my nephew... They're going to kill me. Killed. So right. then Yom Kippur comes, there's no coin gadol to take Mechapur, all the bears of Klaudi, so they'll all be killed. So I have to stay alive. So when Moshe came down, he says, Aaron, you made a mistake. You don't have to help Hashem run the program. It says three things you have to let yourself be killed for. Kill mm-hmm. Why didn't you do that? So as a punishment, it says in Devarim, God wanted to destroy Aaron off the face of the earth, but Moshe was mispalel, and he only destroyed half of Aaron. That means two of the four sons died. 
So Aaron did a terrible Avera, but he had a Cheshbon, the Shem Shemayim, therefore they didn't kill him because he really didn't, he was forced, and no nice, correct. He made a Cheshbon, but it was wrong, but he was, didn't do it voluntarily, and, um, and he, did it and he was punished. All right, very good. So what else would you like to say? Um, and Hor was killed because he wanted to stop them. Right, I, correct. Is there Hor another reason? Son, yes, How, whose son was Hor? Miriam and Kalev. Right, and Kalev had two wives. Miriam was one. Who's the other one? Um, well, I heard you say before it was the rescuer of Moshe. Was it Basio? Yeah, Basio, right. He had oh. two wives because, you know, in those days they could marry multiple wives. Mm-hmm. Bigamy was allowed in those days, even polygamy. Shlomo had 18. David had 18. No, mm-hmm. Basio was the surrogate mother of Moshe. You know, she saved him. And he married, by, I don't know if at the same time, but I know he married Basio, Bisio, and... Um, Miriam, and he had one child, and for sure, Chor, we know, and he tried to save him, and he got, he got killed. As a reward, but Saul Ben-Uri Ben-Chor at 12, at 13, was a genius. He knew everything Moshe knew, and he knew exactly how to make the Mishkan. But Saul Kale, but he heard Hashem talking to Moshe. 13 years old, he must have been tremendous. That's the Sechus of his grandfather who died on Kiddush Hashem. But Saul mm-hmm. Ben-Uri Ben-Chor. Chor was the son of Betzalel. So, uh, okay, very good. I want to thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Uh, we have Rivka. Rivka, you're on the line. Go ahead. Yeah, could you ask a question? Oh, ask your question, sure. Uh, what was the Mizbech Azov made out of? Gold. Right, very good. And how many Katoras are there? 10, 20, 30, 40, 50? One? All right, that's too hard Eleven. for you. No, it's not seven. Let me ask you something. The Egel, what was that? A little sheep or a little, what was it? What was the Egel? Little cow. Little cow, that's called the Egel. From, from zero to one years old, it's called an Egel. From three years and older, it's called a Par. And two years is called Par Ben Bakar. It's like between. Above one, not a baby, and it's not a full-grown, so at two years old, it's between one and three. It's called a power Ben Bokar. Okay, one more end question I want to ask you. Um, why did they make an eagle? Sorry? All right, who's next? Go ahead, who's next? Gitti, you Go ahead, Gitti. Go ahead, Gitti, you on the air. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Get to you on the air. Can I? Can I have a question? Oh, you have. You didn't hear any of my questions. Um, I didn't hear it so clear. What me? Okay. What means machatzis hashekel? A half a shekel. And how much is a shekel? How much does it weigh? A pound? Uh, two pounds? A quarter of a pound? How much is a shekel? Uh, how much? A halba is twenty. Twenty gaida. Got twenty gaida. How many? How much does it weigh? Uh, an ounce. 10 ounces, 50 ounces, 100 ounces, 20 gaira, like a dollar has 20 nickels, right. But a paper, a dollar is a paper. You can have a silver dollar, I know. But the shekel was a silver coin. How much you think, how much you think it weighed? What do you get? take a guess? An ounce? Yeah, exactly. Exactly an ounce. An ounce, you know that. There's, there's 16 ounces in a pound. And when you measure gold, it's 12 ounces in a pound. And, um... That's right. Unkio. The Gemara calls it unkio. We call that an ounce. So a shekel is about an ounce. So an ounce of 
silver is not very expensive. Even nowadays, silver, pure silver is thirty. dollars I know what they ounce. made with, nope. the, with the silver. Uh, what? They made, they made the adunim with the silver. Right. The, uh, what's adunim? What's that? Where they put the, the cruise ship into. Oh, very good. Anyhow, silver, a chati shekel with half a shekel, a very little coin, and they counted the Jews. You're not allowed to count people, one, two, three, four, five. then it could be an iron hara. Right. So you, call, you count the chati shekels, and from the chati shekels, what did they use it for in the Mishkan? The adunim. Adunim, oh, the base on the bottom, very good. And what else? The other chati shekel, they gave two of them. What's the other one? You know what? I'll tell you. They had to buy every day uh, uh, a carbon tomid, a little sheep in the morning, one in the evening. That means uh, two a day, 365 days times two is 730. Shnayim layom tomid. That's exactly 730. And they had to have the money before the, the season started. That's why we give a chazi shekel before Purim, because before the month of Nisan, in the base of Mikdash and in Mishkan, you had to have enough money before the year started to buy all the the, uh, the carbon tomates the whole year. Correct. So they had thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of chatzis shekels. So here you have 603,000 men, and uh, only the men give it between 20 and 60. So if everyone gave a chatzis, 600,000 hairs, you had 300,000 shekels. And then if you add it up... A shekel is um, a half as a, a shekel kodesh is one ounce. You have a few hundred pounds of silver. Very good. All right, I thank you so much for calling. Who's next? David, you're on the air again. David, go ahead. Can you ask me a question? Yeah. How much tzedakah are you supposed to give? Do you ever give tzedakah in shul and yeshiva? No. You should give tzedakah a penny at least a nickel or a dime, every day you should give tzedakah, every single day of your life. Because it stops you from getting sick. Tzedakah, tatzil mimavit. If you give tzedakah every day, you won't get sick. You have to give it, you know, every day a little bit. Everybody has a penny. And um, you should give tzedakah to an ani or put it in the pushka. It helps you. Very, very, very important to give tzedakah even when you're young. What else would you like to know? Mm. What's the name of the Pasha this week? Um, Very good. What's your name, David? David. David. David, what is your, how old are you? Six. Six years old. Boy, you're very old. Woo, you sound like a ten-year-old. Thank you for calling, David. Let's go to the next one, please. Tamar, you're on the air. Go ahead, Tamar. Tamar, go ahead. Um, I wanted to ask me questions. Uh, you want to ask me a question, or I should ask you a question? Um, you ask me a question. Okay. Um, how big was the Mishkan? About how big? Um, very, very big. Yeah, very big. What, 100 feet, 500 feet, a mile, an uh, inch? How big? What do you think? 10 feet, 20 like, feet, feet? Like a little, like like 50 feet. Well, you know, you're pretty close. The Mishkan was 30 amos. That's about 60 feet because every amo is two feet. When you take a step from the back of your right foot to the tip of the left foot in front, uh, adult has about 24 inches. Every amo is two feet. 
30 amas, about 60 feet. That's all. And wide, it was 10 amas. That's 20 feet wide. It was not a big building. It was 60 by 20. That means 30 by 10 amos. Okay, one more question, Tamar. How do you spell your name? T-A-M-A-R. I know in Hebrew. Tough memory. You know what that add up, that adds up to, tough memory? Um, 640. Woo! You are smart. And 6 and 4, if you get rid of 0, is 10. That means you got to keep all the service at Nibros. Yeah, how do you um, like that? Also, why why yeah. do the Nisrael use a calf, not any other? Woo, very good Israel. question. Everybody hears this question. Why did they make an Avodah out of a calf? Why not a sheep? You need the Goyim uh, worship the sheep. We ate the sheep in Mitzrayim. We killed it. We ate it. It's called Carbon Pesach. Why a calf? I'm going to tell you the answer tomorrow. A calf is an eagle less than one year old. And a little calf eventually grows up to be a bull. A bull is a very powerful animal. A, 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 a man a cow is called a bull. A woman cow is called a cow. They're very, very big. They weigh a thousand pounds, maybe more. They, they have you. You eat their meat. You drink the milk. And the bull has horns, and he plows up the field. You know why they use the calf? Because one day it'll grow to be a cow, and a bull is very strong and is very stubborn. And the Jewish people were stubborn. They didn't listen to Hashem. Hashem called them Am Keshei Oreb. Stiff neck. You don't look back. You, if you have a stiff neck, you can't turn back. Don't you see a few weeks ago, Hashem, um, uh, a year, uh, a few weeks ago, Hashem talked to you at Sinai. And a few weeks before that, you had the Yam Suf split. And a week before that, you got out of Mitzrayim. Don't you see that, you stubborn people? A cave is a little boom. They're, that's why they, 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 they made a calf, because they didn't realize. They thought it was a cute little animal. But really, they're showing how bad they were, wicked. The Erev Rav, the Goyim who became Jews, they didn't wait for Moshe. Moshe said he's going to be back in 40 days. When they looked at him, they said, it's, not, it's 40 days, he's not back. But <laughs> Moshe was not including the day he left. 40 days besides the day he left. So they were off by 12 or 18 hours. The next morning... At 12 o'clock lunchtime, Moshe showed up. Uh, no, before that, 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah, lunchtime, 12 o'clock. They were off by 18 hours, and he killed 3,000 of them. He cut their heads off with a sword because they were the worst Rishayim in the world because Avodah Zorah is the worst of all Averas. Okay, Tamar, thank you for calling. One more caller. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Tamar, one more caller. Uh, Shaul. Shaul, go ahead, Shaul. Um, hi. Uh, can you ask me a question? Sure. Uh, who made the Mishkan? Betel ben Uri ben Chul and Aholiyah ben Achisamach. Do you know that Achisamach, Libav, ben Achisamach comes from the Shevet of, you know what Shevet? Dan. And Shlomo's helper was also from Dan. Chiram was also from Dan. How come the Mishkan and Bayez Rishon both were made Shlomo and a guy from Dan called Hiram and Vitzalo and a guy from Dan called, um, called, uh, uh, you know why? Dan is 54. Five and four is nine. Nine is Emes. Aleph, Mem, Tov, four, four, one. You have to, when you build a Mishkan or Yeshiva 
or a, or a, or a, anything. You have to have a person who is MS and not a liar and a cheater and a gunner and a thief. Got to be a ish MS because MS is one. Is M is Aleph, Mem, 4, 4, take out the zeros, is 9. And Don is 54. 5 and 4 is 9. So therefore, when you build the yeshiva or a shul, you've got to be Ish MS. Otherwise, the shul will not have any bracha. Thank you, Shaul, for calling. One more. Two minutes. One more call you got? No, let me, okay, we got two minutes. Rabbi Sai, I hope you enjoyed the program. I want you to know that I'm going to tell you a 30-second not Tomorrow night is my father's yard site. I'm going to tell you a var to take 30 seconds. He says, why do you have to give a chati shekel? Because the Gemara said they did a chet in Mechzat Hayom in the middle of the day at 12 o'clock. Why? What was it? Why? They have to be mechaper for 12 o'clock. Why? Because from the time Martin Torah until the Egel, there was 40 days, nobody died. There was no Malchamovas, no Satan. If they were the biggest bracha, and a second later, after 12 o'clock, and Moshe didn't show up, the next minute, they became Rishoyim. To be mechaper for that very did at Chatzos, you bring a machatzi ha-shekel, because the um, because the Satan can come to you in a second. Up to 12 o'clock, they were under the thing of, under the brach of Nasev and Ishma. Right after that, one minute after 12, they said, Eilo lekecho Yisrael, this is your God Yisrael. How do you change from a tzaddik to Russia one second? That's how it is. And when you're on top of a mountain, very, very, very high, you fall down, you kill yourself. But if you're in the middle of the mountain, you slip down five feet, so it's okay. The higher you are, the holier you are, the worse you become. Which means these people were big tzaddikim, and they became the biggest rishayim. The higher you are, the harder you fall. Because when you're very big, you can do the, when you do out of air, it's the worst of air. Okay, Rabbi Sai, have a wonderful day. See you next week, and be matliach.